You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Happy Monday, y'all. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Happy New Year. It is 2021. We are excited to... When did we start this? 2018? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going into our third year. Wait. (laughs) Yeah. Fourth, Third. fourth year. Oh yeah. I mean, but like our fourth calendar year. Yes, fourth calendar year. Okay, Ooh, look, I had to get that math together. I was wondering why you were counting for three, but that makes yeah, sense. I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. So twenty twenty one, we made it. Um, we're here, and if you're listening, you did too. So shout out to you. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you because everybody didn't make it, and it was crazy year. Mm-hmm. Which who knows? Honestly, like everybody's like, oh, looking forward twenty twenty one, but I'm thinking it could easily get crazier. But hey. We can stay optimistic. Absolutely. And I feel like at the beginning of the year, that's what it is. It's optimism is a chance to start over, to set intentions, to make resolutions, to do all of these things. And that's kind of what the episode is about today. So often people, you know, go into new seasons and have these goals. And I always see and read articles and listen to podcasts about how to, you know, manifest what you want and how to create this abundance in your life and do all this stuff. But I think a necessary step that is not talked about as much um, is clearing space to allow these new things, these things you're trying to manifest and you're working on in your life to actually come in and having space for them. So it's like you're carrying all these things in your hands, but you want more things. And it's like, well, got to clear some stuff out in order to make space for some new stuff. Yeah. And have you noticed that it seems like when you, the more stuff you start to let go of, the more... Things start to feel like they're more aligned anyway or like going down kind of a more uh, productive path. Productive as in, you know, it's like, oh, you're getting opportunities that you actually want it, not like you're trying to hold on to like, you know, an old client or old project or something else that, you know, you were already kind of complaining about anyway. So to clear out is important, um, just as important as identifying like what those things are that you want to be doing. Um, but yeah, clearing it out just so you can actually give yourself the space. Mm-hmm. And I have, I've noticed that in my life, like whenever I let go of things and like you mentioned, like trying to hang on to old clients or old relationships or friendships, or whatever, it's like kind of blocking your blessings in a sense of what could be coming because you're focusing your energy and your time on these other things. And so that's what we're talking about today is clearing out space, making room for things that you actually want in your life. Yeah, so first of all, um, think about the things that you do want to happen this year or, you know, as you plan out your goals, however you plan them. And we've talked about this before. Um, You know, if you have interest in a new apartment, if you have interest in a new car, if you have interest in uh, moving your work in a different direction, what does that actually look like and what does that entail? Um, So already, you know, be thinking about those things. I would say write a list, do your um, brainstorming, you know, what do you call it? Mind mapping. Mm-hmm. We've talked about all these different things, all these different ways to think about and process what makes sense for you to get. So like, make sure you have that in mind first. Um, because I think that it will make sense. For example, if you're thinking about the car you might want, it's like, all right, now you understand like, well, how much do I need to be making every month? Or, um, I need to make sure I'm in a place where I can park my car or, you know, whatever, all those little things that go with it. But it kind of gives you a little bit more clarity, first of all, on what space you do need to make. Absolutely. And you 
can just get more clear on what you want. And I think as you get more clear on your vision and what you want, it also helps you get more clear on those things that don't serve you anymore, on the things that you don't want, the things that might be blocking this new car or this new job or this new whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, outside of just like things, what are... What are some like categories or types of goals that you can kind of be thinking about? So personal, that's where we always start. Um, personal goals. So uh, just getting more clear on what it is that you want, uh, what brings you joy, um, on getting more joy, more adventure, like more of what you want for yourself in your life. So I think personal is an area that's important. Like, for example, something I want more in 2021 um, that started happening towards the end of 2020 is more creative projects, like mm -hmm. doing more creative things, bringing more creativity into my life, leaning a little bit harder into that. So that's something personally that I really want to work on. Mm -hmm. um, and then another one might be with other people, like relationships or um, your giving back efforts or what you're doing within the community or within your groups and things of that nature as well. Um, so whatever that looks like, you know, I can think about the reasons why I may not have moved forward as much in certain places. And it might be I thought I didn't have time or, you know, like there's always something or I might not have had money or whatever it was. And so, again, I feel like it's like, all right, well, now how do I clear out the time if that's something I really actually want? So, of course, we assess, you know, how important is something really for you. Um, but if it's more if you're assessing like how you're using your time. And then really think about how many of these things you don't actually want to be doing or don't have to be doing. Now it kind of helps free you up. So we'll go in through these different categories on like basically how to clean up in these different spaces. And like Lexi said, it starts all with a self-assessment. Like what is it that you do want? Get clear on that. Spend that time. Um, we have a whole episode on goal setting, uh, episode 44. But then we also have an episode at the beginning of last year, I think, where we did our planning or like our passion planners and we mm -hmm. talked a little bit about planning and so getting started so first figure out and kind of get clear on your goals and then very much like with physical clutter in our lives like thinking about those areas we can start to clean out in our lives so let's just start with physical clutter so looking at your space and getting rid of things that you don't want and that you don't need anymore and like I, what I'm doing is I'm donating a lot of my things so I'm moving actually in the process and so like it gives me a great chance to unpack everything and like take everything out of drawers like as I'm transitioning and like and looking at these things like do I use this do I want this like is this useful to me mm -hmm. um I read Marie Kondo's book um I think she had to show out too but I in the book I really liked it because it a gives you a good framework for like where to start with like physical straightening cleaning clearing things out of your home um, so like first attack the clothes, then attack like drawers, then attack whatever else. So I really like that as far as like a framework. If you just need to think about where to get started, I would look her up or um, look up somewhere like the blog post on her methods, et cetera. But then the other things about her, her methods is how easily it is to like really determine like if you want to keep something or not, because as you're literally like touching each thing and it's very much an Eastern um, more Eastern culture based in that you really think about like, how does this make me feel? Like when I pick up this article of clothing, do I feel joy? Does it make me feel good? If not, like throw it away. Like if you haven't worn it in X amount of time, throw it away or donate it. Um, and so I do this very often anyway. And um, a lot of times, like I work with Daria, shout out to Lolo. And, um, you know, when she'll get me some new clothes or whatever, I'm always going through and like, all right, I've had these for so long. Like I have stuff that I still wear that I have from high school. 
Um, but some of them, it's, if it's like my favorite sweater, I'm going to keep it. But other things, it's like, why do I have this? And I also find that the more I start to clear out, the easier it gets too. Because at first, it's kind of difficult because you're like, oh, I might need this, I might need that. But as you start to take things out of your closet, out of your drawers, out of wherever, it gets real easy to just keep throwing stuff away. Like, yeah, I don't wear this. Like, this is cute. Or I, you know, might still even have the tag on it or whatever. But it's like, yo, I haven't worn this in years. So what's the point? Um, and it just clears up the space because, again, I haven't missed it. I haven't used it. So I don't need to keep it. So I would definitely look up, um, look into Marie Kondo um, if you want any ideas or inspiration because it really kind of makes you want to clean up too about how to straighten up and declutter your home. And I think that that's a trickle down effect that actually works is like looking at all those, starting with your clothes, like does it bring me joy? And then kind of like looking at furniture and at different things. And as you remove things, you're able to like refresh layout. So maybe now you're, you have more space in your bedroom and you feel more clear whenever you wake up in the morning. Um, another method in addition to the condo one that I saw that I thought was pretty cool is called the see a method and it's five questions. And it's, does this item, is this item sucking your energy? Is it excessive? Is it emotionally draining? Like, do you love it or is it an eyesore? And I think that kind of goes with with everything. It is, is the same, is in the same vein, excuse me. And so I think physical, your physical space is a very easy place to look to start to declutter and to get rid of things and create space. But to go back to the point of the episode, though, how how is this helping you when you're getting rid of things in your house and in your closet? So in a very physical matter if you look at your closet or your drawers and they're stuffed to capacity if you go buy new things you don't have anywhere to put them you don't have any new space you can't put them there so now you have all this clutter sitting next to your dresser flooding out of your closet and I think that happens in our lives like so clothing could be like I said a physical representation of many areas of our lives where we're holding on to things that don't bring us joy that are draining us that we don't need that aren't serving us and because we refuse to let these things go there's other things piling up that we actually want and that can't be put in their place. Mm -hmm. Also, I think sometimes um, we just don't get things because we already have one, but it may be that you like that better. So like, for example, if you, like my parents' sofa is from like 84 or something, I don't know, it's so old. They have this really old sofa. And it's like, well, if you just toss that, then, you know, when like when you see something, you can actually like justify like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and get it. Versus sometimes you can be out and see like a cute shirt or cute something for your home or a cute something. But because you already have one, it's like, oh, I don't really want to get that. I don't need it. Whereas that could really be a game changer on your mood, on your place or whatever too. So I think sometimes not being, um, just getting rid of this stuff first makes it easier when you do see something that catches your eye, even if you're not sure what that thing would be yet. Mm -hmm. And another one, I just got really excited because I had this whole like metaphor for life the other day, I realized that I have all of these reusable bags that like I've been given stuff so, like from a conference, from... Oh yeah, those are the worst. Oh my God. And they just collect. Exactly. <laughs> and then you just have these bags they and bags. Collect. And if you like me, you have grocery bags and bags. And so you just have all these damn bags. Yeah, and I just, like, grocery bags away like, too. Bruh. So I've had to start getting rid of things, but I realized like I wasn't buying... So for example, even my suitcase, like somebody gave mm -hmm. it to me a long time ago. I haven't invested in a new suitcase because... You ain't got nothing clean and new. Bruh. And it was never mine. And mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, how many things in my life am I holding on to that I didn't even want or didn't even ask for, but somebody gave me, but I'm holding on to just because. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh man. And that's really like when I started thinking about like, what other things do I need to clear out? Like how much shit am I carrying yeah, around? Dog, them mine. conference bags used to be like, <laughs> for what dog? And then they all were cheap. Like the words always scrape off and stuff, but you still keep them like, and then I'll, I'll still use them like for stuff. Like there's always something all of a sudden, but 
Yeah, man, them <laughs> conference bags, they be killing you with those. Jesus Christ. That is a fact. So, yeah, so how many things in your life are you holding on to that you just have been collecting that you don't need? Um, and even if you do, is it like for me and my suitcase? That's not the suitcase I would pick. I need a new one. It's a little raggedy. The wheel kind of hurts sometimes, mm-hmm. but it works. And I'm like, ah, but it's time to get a new suitcase, dog. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping after the pandemic, like I'll be able to travel more again and want to get a new suitcase to help with yeah. that. Same, because all the ones that I have are ones I just took from my parents. So I'll be like, every time I go home, I come back with some of their other stuff. But it's like, you're right to your point. It's like, yo, this isn't really what I want or, you know, would buy. So it, it keeps you from thinking about the things you actually need to get um, when you have so much of other things in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, another space, um, of course, to declutter, clear out is your mind and um, your mental space. So I think... Um, a lot of this is, oh, I guess I shouldn't say common sense, but, you know, it's kind of the backbone of everything we kind of talk about um, to where maybe with the start of the year, try to take some time to specifically sit down and just, you know, kind of write a little more, think a little more through, um, you know, what were your feelings through the last year? What were some of your maybe mental blocks, things like that, um, just to kind of get it all down on paper so you can assess, all right, like I really have been thinking negatively around this or that or whatever, you know, and like just explore um, and see where you can maybe make a conscious effort to uh, focus on a thing or, or try to work on clearing out a thing, meditating more in a certain space, something like that. Um, like we said, this is something we kind of can do throughout our lives and throughout the year, but maybe now is a really good time to go back and assess, um, you know, what you've been dealing with. Because mm-hmm, I've seen a lot of talk about manifesting abundance, like I am where the money resides, all these things. And it's like, okay, cool. Yes, you are. Are there, like, but what has kept you from being that in the past? And what are some things that you can let go, like, in your beliefs around money? For example, if you really are working on manifesting more financial, like, abundance, more income, like, what has been standing in the way and doing some time or taking some time to do an assessment and really explore those things and then looking at how you can do the work to then let go of those old narratives or those limiting mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm processing um, a lot of the emotions too that you may be carrying into the new year. Um, if you find yourself very irritable or very reactionary, it may be that you're holding on to guilt, resentment, um, other things like that where you may need to take a deep dive in and process those to clear them out as well. So, um, in all of those different spaces, again, I would say, like, think about um, just where you are and, like, what's bothering you, what feels good, and kind of seeing what you need to clear out from there and, and try to make, like, an action plan to focus on clearing out those certain spaces. Mm-hmm. Another area that we can look to declutter or to clear out is digitally. Um, when's the last time you did, like, a digital cleanse and kind of went through and decluttered or what's reorganized? Um, like similar to how you would declutter your closet, like with all your files on your laptop or on your, um, every day. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> not me. I but. keep no more than 10, uh, what's it's on my desktop. I can't do it. Um, but I'm one of those people also, and a lot of people probably like this where I can't really start working until like I clear out like my desk space or like, you know, my bed has to be made. Mm-hmm. And I, the same thing is like, if I open my desktop and there's like a bunch of 
screenshots or pictures just from something maybe I was working on or doing, like before I start stuff, I have to like clear that out. Like I, if I have Carly's couch episodes that they're like, I have to put them on my hard drive and get them off my desktop. Um, so I'm always clearing out at least like on the surface in that way for me. That's awesome. So my desktop is good, but my hard drive, I probably should reorganize and, and do some stuff for that. Um, but also like in my phone, like when I travel <laughs> and I'm on the airplane, that's when I delete a, like a lot of old photos and screenshots and things I don't yeah, really need or things that, that I saw. Yeah, I do that on the plane um, since I really haven't oh, been like, on. Oh, damn, it's just from like 2014. I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking a space. <laughs> like, And then you have the cloud, but also I'm like, if I have this cloud space, but then I still always run that space, I don't understand, but... That's maybe just me being old. I don't understand how that all works all the way. Um, but yeah, for sure. Like you'll go through and then I always see all these old reaction pictures. I'm like, damn, I can still use this. But I even was deleting those too. Um, cause I had albums of like just random stuff. I'm like, I don't need this. Old people and stuff it's like, mm, you don't matter anymore. It's like mm-hmm. just delete. And so digitally cleansing your phone of those old photos. For me, I have a lot of nonsense in my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like searching yep. crazy yeah, words exactly. and deleting that shit that I might not need, need anymore. And then even messages for like people, like old people who I don't talk to or have since been removed from my life or whatever. And mm-hmm. like just getting rid of those things. You don't you don't need all that stuff on your phone and just clearing it out. You have done all those recently. Sometimes when you're like, um, like you said, on a plane or waiting for something, like if I'm just looking through my notes and I'll be like, all these old grocery lists are like... Even if it's something like me being in my feelings, sometimes I look at it like, this shit dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, this don't even apply no more. I don't even feel like that no more. So I just like delete it. Cause I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, why am I holding on to this? Um, and it, again, with the clothes thing, same thing. It's like the more you start like deleting pictures, deleting notes, it gets real easy to just delete them out. Um, mm-hmm. And my text too. Cause I was like, man, I had so many unread texts that I was just like, let me just go all the way through and see who all these threads are. And I just, deleted them because for what I like I don't talk to a lot of those people so um those are all good be sure to also like take some time to clear out the storage of your laptops like I mean this is just something to do anyway but you know clearing out like the old um videos and things that are within the applications how they keep all those extra files and just I don't know get everything started fresh um make sure you have good storage space so that when you are working on something or when you have some project that comes up it's like you don't have to worry about that at that point Mm-hmm. Also getting rid of apps and things that you no longer use. And I thought about this because they got me, y'all. I got charged for this random app and I was like, what is this? And I went and I was like, man, I haven't used this shit mm-hmm. in months. Mm-hmm. So you can actually report the charge and get taken off and, and then cancel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But make sure that you first clear out all those or all those free subscription things you signed up for during the holidays. Go ahead and get those off of your account. And then also delete apps that you don't use. Like, why do you have all that stuff on your phone mm-hmm. for no reason? Mm-hmm. And then also um, digital going into the relationship, friendship um, category as well as um, I spend time sometimes just going through like my followers and connections on all the different platforms and just like, yo, who is this? I don't remember who these people are and or they're not doing anything online, like they're not posting anything um, or they're like saying something crazy or whatever. So it's just like, yo, let me disconnect from some folks. Um and clear that out as well. Like, make sure your timelines look like something you want to see. Make sure your home pages look like something you want to see, information you want to see. Um, and I think that makes more space also for you to see the things you want to see, the news you want to see, um, the types of updates you want to see, and uh, maybe opportunities or, you know, et cetera. So there's a lot of junk that can just kind of crowd your your social media space. So I think it's good to delete those things as well, or people. 
And that's huge. Like some social media is something that most people get on every single day. And it's like, when's the last time you've actually cultivated your feed and made, made sure it was something you want to see? Like how often do you pick up a book that you don't want to read? Well, if you're not intentional about how you're spending your time online, you could be unknowingly doing those same things and putting your energy towards stuff that you don't want. In that same vein, looking at your relationships and your friendships and seeing who doesn't need to be there or what doesn't bring you joy, um, you don't owe anybody anything. So making sure you're doing what's best for you when it comes to friendships and the people that you allow access to you. And that could just be better boundaries. It's not always just completely cutting people off, but making sure that their access to you is what you feel comfortable with and what's good for you. Yeah, and an example of that could be... um I'll use Damo, for example, in that as you move from a space of, okay, sure, you might be doing camera operating, but you want to be working as a DP. You're starting to get more jobs in a different space. It it stopped making sense for him to um, cultivate, and maybe I shouldn't say cultivate certain relationships, but you didn't need to, like... um, be in certain groups. You didn't need to go to certain meetings. You needed didn't need to talk to certain people all the time because they're not in the space that you actually want to do more work in or or have more relationships in. Um, and also, without saying like, oh, you're cutting us off to connect it to work, there may be friends or people that you're spending a lot of time with, but it's not necessarily um, effective in you in other spaces where you're really trying to focus. And so... And backing up with some of the hanging out that you might be doing, this gives you more open space to network or to start conversations and make friends in different circles and with different people as well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, I'm cutting you off because of whatever. But as you grow and have different interests, there's new spaces for you to branch out into and build relationships in. Um, So if something feels stale, if something just feels like, you know, whatever, you don't really want to hang out or you don't want to... or, or it's, if it is negative, of course, then, you know, just kind of leaving it alone or maybe scheduling time with them, but it's maybe less. Like maybe schedule like once a month to hit them up or to talk to them or hang out or whatever. Um, and being just more uh, more cognizant of how much time you're spending and with who. Because mm-hmm. the saying is like you're the the mix of like the five, a combination of the five people you spend the most time with or something like that. And so just evaluating and seeing if that is who you want to be and where yeah. you want to be. Yeah, like if you if you have particular goals in a space, but then all the friends you hang out with are like totally not, you know what I mean? Like they have nothing to do with that or not aligned with helping you gain any skills that go with that. It's not that they're necessarily like bad people or it's a bad situation, but it just, it doesn't necessarily make sense for you to spend all your time there. So making sure you're prioritizing. And Lexi talked a little bit about Damo. We've talked about his intentional journey to get to where he wants to be in his career. And so business is a huge place for you to make sure you're decluttering and making sure that your energy and your time is spent doing things that are in alignment with where you want to be and where you want to go. And so in your assessment, make sure that you have a list of like the commitments and all of the things that you're actually committing your time to business wise and seeing where that falls with where you want to be. Yeah, as a new business owner or a small business owner, um, oftentimes you are taking on tasks or taking on clients that you take on because you need to take them on or you feel like you need to and, you know, make money, et cetera, whereas you really are looking for a certain space or you want to work at a certain level. And sometimes that's okay if, if that's still helping you to learn your systems and processes and, you know, have a track record, things like that. But then it gets to a point where, like, with me, for example, I'll have people – 
who hit me up like, hey, I heard, you know, somebody told me you helped them with their site. Can you do this and that? And it's like, nah, I don't, like, I don't do that. Like, we don't do that. Or even with social media. Like, if somebody's just like, oh, I'm looking for help with social media, it's like, nah, that's not really the focus because that's not, there's so much more comprehensive pieces to the strategies that we develop now that, sure, I could take something on, but I won't have nothing to show for it really. And it doesn't, help boost anything for me or you really. Um, and you can just grab somebody to be a contractor for however much an hour to post things. If that's really what you want. Like if I'm going to be a particular level of agency, then we're doing a particular level of work and that's what we do. And so to have space for that, you have to be able to say no to maybe smaller projects or projects outside of the scope. Um, and the, the young lady who had Carly and I do the conflict resolution um, speaking thing in San Diego, like stuff like that. I was like, okay, it's a day, whatever, you know, or two days. But then like, if she, you know, she sent me something the other day and it was like, um, ooh, what was it? Cause she sent me two things. I sent one to Carly. Cause I was like, maybe, Oh, one was like to be an academic advisor for, uh, some government group, but it's like, you got to be in Seattle three times a week and this and that. And I'm like, that girl, this don't, I don't, you know, for all the time that I can spend on my own stuff, I'm not about to go up there unless it was about to be like, some money, money. But then she was like, oh, yeah, it's like 35 an hour, girl. We can do this. I was like, girl, I charge 125 minimum an hour. Like, this ain't, you know, that's not worth it for me to do that. And it's not even in my space. So really, like, making sure you're not just taking those things on and or um, back to the actual, like, way that we're doing this episode, that you clear out those things. Because um, I've even had clients that I've lost or the contract was over and it actually felt like freeing because at first I was like, dang, you know, all this, we're done with this client. But then it felt freeing because I'm like, yo, low key, I was doing a whole lot of complaining about certain things mm-hmm. or or their contract was for 40 hours or we was doing 100 hours <laughs> and like, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, okay, this is way better because it totally cleared me out to like really change a lot of things, which I really did very quickly. Um, and now could take on the different types of things that made way more sense, like immediately. So don't even be pressed about losing opportunities and or saying no to those things because you'll, as long as you can be clear on what you do want, um, you can easily kind of fill up that space. Mm -hmm. And it takes a level of bravery to actually like get clear on what you want and go for those things because it's easy to accept stuff that could work. It kind of fits. It's whatever. But all money is not good money. And time is your most important resource. So make sure you're spending those accordingly. And projects fit into this too because- um, even as recently as November when I was helping a friend, <clears throat> well, I remember journaling afterwards, I was like, man, I felt so drained. And it's like, I should say no even more often to my friends because nobody technically asked me, like, oh, can you help me come up, set up this event? But of course, you know, and, and your friends doing things, it's like, you know, you can help, you know, you can do X, Y, Z, you want to help. Um, but I was like, man, I spent way too much time, you know, working on something that wasn't even anything to do with me. And it, you know, it just ended up draining me and like taking me away from some of the stuff I should have been focused on. So even with projects or helping people or things like that, it's like, you know, if it's not fitting, like remove, you know, those types of commitments that you're making that you don't necessarily need to make. Yeah. And they can be very beneficial for your friends or your community. Um, But yeah, like I stepped down from board position because it just wasn't in alignment with where I am right now, even though I can do it. Like I can do a lot of things. I can pretty much do anything I put my mind to, but is that something that I really want? And it's like, actually, no, it's not really in alignment. So by taking that off my plate, I've cleared space for things that I actually do. And that fit in a way that works with my schedule and with what I'm working towards also. 
And then the last area that there are plenty more we could talk about clearing space, but the last one we have for today and what I think is super important is energetically clearing space. And a lot of this, um, like clearing your physical space can definitely help clear up your energy and your mental space for more creativity. Getting rid of those toxic relationships can also help clear your energy. So all of these things feed into it, but very intentionally making sure that you're staying grounded, that you're meditating and taking moments of pause so that you can be clear in your head and then therefore move from this place of clarity with everything else in your life. Mm. I'm trying to think of anything else I could add to the energetically. Um, I would say kind of in this vein, but like you said, it kind of goes with everything. Energetic, energetic energy is kind of like the backbone to a lot of the stuff. But when you're thinking about things you can clear, um, that may be things like picking your phone up first when you wake up or maybe things like, um, stuff that's keeping you from like sleeping well or, you know, being in a good mood, like just paying attention to when your energy shifts or maybe this is something to journal, journal about as well. It's like, you know, when do you feel some kind of way or like noticing, being more aware of like what things kind of maybe take you off your, um, out of your good space and thinking about how you can clear some of that stuff out as well, which may be like your routine and maybe people and maybe the projects, et cetera. So I think maybe in all of these spaces too, you can kind of maybe list out like what are the things you like least in those spaces, um, what things you like most in those spaces, and then, you know, what can you kind of really clear out and not being scared to just be bold and just be like, all right, I don't do this no more. I don't do that no more. Um, and just starting to rock with it in that way. Like make rules for yourself, make new rules, new commitments to yourself um, that you can now start to follow. Mm, I like that. And saying no and getting rid of things, um, like Lexi mentioned earlier, is just it kind of builds and it starts to feel really good and then it just starts to flow. So as you're making these commitments to yourself, making sure you're getting what you need and what you want and that your energy is focused accordingly, yeah, see what else you can clear out and then make sure you know what you want to bring in. Yep. So we wish you the best as the new year starts. We hope that you do uh, the most you can with the fresh energy that, you know, we're all bound to have as the year starts. Um, feeling like you want to get clear on things, feeling like you really want to be gung-ho about particular things. So keep that energy, keep that momentum. Um, leave us a voicemail if you want to tell us about, you know, anything you got going on with the new year, what you're planning on doing, things you learned from last year. Um, the number is on the website on carlyscouch.com. Feel free to leave us a review, five stars, so we can read some of those on our episodes. Um, and then just, you know, leave us comments. Let us know what you think about things. Let us know what's going on with you because we like to do shout outs at the end. Um, but sometimes we don't, you know, we can't think of something or we don't have, excuse me, anything that's top of mind to report back. So we'd be happy to shout you out too if you have anything really cool going on that you want people to know about. Yeah, hit us. Carly's Couch on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of those things. And then this week's question of the week is to what degree, to what degree have I actually controlled the course my life has taken? Uh, I don't know if, if the answer is a number, but I, I guess I would say 100%. For the most part. The course my life has taken... Mm-hmm. Yeah, with every with every situation I'm in or everything I've done or everything I haven't got done, I can 100% see, like, what I did in it taking that direction. Yeah, 
was about to say, yeah, I think it's choices. And I also see moments where like God or the universe or whatever else works some things out that I couldn't have worked out or I don't know. So I, that's helped. But I think choices, like she said, pretty much guide the course that my life has taken. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other angle to that that I can think of, but for the most part, I'm I'm pretty good at that. Like seeing like, all right, where am I at? And like, why am I here? And I could definitely be like, yeah, I did this. I didn't do that. I did that. And voila. So, um, which can be something that you use to disempower yourself or you can use to empower yourself, which um, sometimes just reframing it, it's uh, actually a very good way to empower yourself because like, bro, like I can look at this month and it's like, I didn't do X, Y, Z. And so nothing happened. And then I can look at this month. I did do X, Y, Z. All these things happened. So it's like, it's right there in front of you what you need to do. Um, and it's right there in front of you to show that you do have the um, option to do something and that you do have the power to change things and, you know, do your part. Um, even with things like the pandemic and so much going on, like there's a lot that you can maneuver or there are a lot of things that you did or didn't do that helped you get through those positions, um, even when the environment might be something out of your control. So for me, I can look at that and say, okay, I can do it, girl. You just not, and why not, you know? So it kind of helps you to realize that you do have that power. Yeah, I like, I like that. Own your power and reframe your perspective. That's really the only things we can't control. Yep. So happy new year. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, y'all.